Hey, 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 you guys, it's me, Tamara J, coming to you from the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Protection Program in the air, where we are daring and caring to be the difference. Okay, you guys, so I'm coming to you to talk to you about the insidious nature of man versus the insidious nature of woman. I want you guys to understand why I nominate so many men to understand the truth for what they have been um designated from their youth and it basically it's just the environmental gain that they can obtain within your heart as far as for a woman we have been the spark in the dark from the start if you didn't even know so i nominate women to understand that i now am the magnanimous me i as a woman am designated to give life love longevity and laughter i am the happily ever after if you guys did not know this is how these sayings go thank you so much for listening to me you guys and i'd like you guys to stay tuned to the insidious nature of man and make some room within your mind and understand that not everything that i say is just a game but it is also a way for us to attain a different source of information we are dealing with words of wisdom and these words of wisdom do not lack experience for it is completely intact and i want you guys to understand that i am coming to you controlling my soul and understanding that i embellish i embrace i envelop all that i have and all that i am to give you more than i can possibly be so please cherish cherish these memories with me understand that yeah that the objectives that i have are only for the positive i'm only planting positive seeds and i want people to understand that that retroactively that any positive seeds that i that i have planted will be for those positive deeds and please understand that the experiences that you have with me i want them to be the elevation of your day I never want them to make you stray from the way that you feel internally. I want you guys to understand that I want you to grow with me. This is not greed. This is growth. And indeed, you have been reality checked. Thank you so much. And this is coming to you with respect. Never disrespect and always reality checking. And this is Tamara J. I am signing off. Stay tuned to my episode. We often speak about empowerment, empowering women, empowering men, empowering people within our society. And let me tell you something, the interchangeability of the words man and woman are non-existent in my life. The simplicity of our structures is just the way it is, and it's just the way it's going to be. As far as I'm concerned, you tell me your name, and that is who you are, period. Things are very simple for me in my life. And the way that I look at people, the way that I understand how people always want more within their environments, they're always looking retroactively about what they can do, how they can further strengthen their objectives, how their experiences, how their memories allow them to be so much more. But one thing that we have to understand in life is that we cannot own each other. That means I do not own you, nor do you own me. There is a sense of accountability. There is a sense of responsibility, a sense of diligence, of duty that people seem to thwart, that they seem to forget sometimes. And I need you guys to understand, you don't own me. 
So when I say you don't own me, in retrospect, I want you to also understand that I do not own you. That means I am not my community's keeper, nor is my community my keeper, okay? I do not own you, nor do you own me. I take care of people in my community because they are my family. I look at them like they are my equality, my equal, but they are they will never be higher than me, nor will I be lower than them. My father always told me that a person can be your equal, but they can never be better than you. And the reason why he always told me that is because we were raised to be leaders. We were not raised to be followers. So when it comes to other people's ideology, I was raised to question, but I was not raised to disrespect. I was raised to see, but not necessarily always to speak. Sometimes in life, we have to understand that letting, you know, dead, dead dogs lie, so to speak. Um, There's a reason why our elders let a lot of things go. And I think a reason behind a lot of that is because of understanding the nature of man, understanding the nature of woman, understanding who you're dealing with when you're dealing with whoever, whomever you are dealing with. And there are a lot of things that come from the truths of who we are at our core, okay? Uh, There are a lot of people in this world that just want more. They're always looking for an objective. They're always on the go. It's always about growth. But in some people's demeanors, it's not just about growth. It's about greed. So I want you guys to understand the difference between growth and greed with me, okay? And the reason why is because I want to talk about the way that I grow. I grow by identifying greed within others. I grow by understanding that it's okay to distance myself from people when I see that their actions do not align with their ideologies, when what they say is not always what I'm getting, okay? There's always been this uncontrollable longing to increase things within our environment, to understand that there are materialistic things that we want to gain, this social status, this power. But all of this power that we have, power means nothing if it's not used for good, okay? It's just a point of entry. It's also a point of attack. And it's a point of impact simultaneously. It is intense, the environmental longing that is the wealth of who we are. But it is also intense, the the type of power that we have and the way that we can divulge our emotions the way that we can die depict um, a path for someone and sometimes people need to understand that greed is an underlying undertone for a lot of people for their inert or internal motivation the insidious nature of man is a section of my of my um my podcast and it basically talks about allowing greed to hijack your principles It is the main downfall of society. The Almighty has been trampled, okay, so long ago. The imagery of the Almighty dollar stands in the forefront of most people's minds. A lot of people have lost their way with their words of wisdom and only seem to give words of exhibition or or words of woe. The lack of experience that people have when they listen to words of woe only creates not an empathy but more of a sympathy and then that's that's initially 
But once you seem to hear the same stories over and over and over again, you learn a sense of desensitization. And desensitization of soul, desensitization of emotions will make us the most vulnerable people in our lives. That is what soul control is about. It diminishes the the experiences that you have in your life at the expense uh, of your own defense, your own defense mechanisms. Basically, what I'm saying is that a person that is completely greedy in this world that does not understand that the insidious nature of man in, in, in himself, that the truth of it is, is that there has always been an insatiable desire for acquisition of wealth, for acquisition of power, for acquisition of shelter and food. And a lot of people will allow that acquisition of whatever they want in their life they will use what they have to get what they want. And that's if it's the imagery, if it is their families, if it is their bodies, if it is their soul. Some people are willing to give it all just to get more, to have the best memories that they can possibly have in life, to live that life of luxury, to live that, that, that lulled sense of security. And the reason why I call it a lulled sense of security is because the truth be told, anything that you do in this lifetime affects you tenfold. It affects your legacy. It affects your language, your linguistics to others, the levels of lunacy that people will experience between each other. It is all at the expense. It is all costing you your defense mechanism. Greed, the reason why you're not supposed to have it in your heart is because it's insidious. It eats at the core of man. Once long ago, a man understood that the ma a man was as rich as what was inside of his home and not the materials, but his wife and his children. His legacy was all he needed to live his life. And a man would be broken without his legacy. A woman would be stifled as a mother, as a manifestation of movement within her own elementals, within her own life. So when I tell you, you don't own me, I say you don't own me in a way so that people can understand to not allow greed to hijack your principles and why they are our principles, why you are responsible for the insidious nature of man why it is important for you to understand all the way down to the bare fundamentals of who that person is what their truth ultimately is because there is an intense selfishness for acquisition there is this ability that people have to understand that if they are not a part of society then they are a part of the downfall of society and that the almighty dollar has trampled the imagery of the almighty so long ago that if you prefer to look at someone and not see them for what they are, then you choose to have no defense for what they will be in the future. You have no defense for you or your legacy. So the insidious nature of man is not to tear down man. It's not to tear down woman and child. It's not just a filtration system to understand why certain things within our environment have a cause versus the effect. It's to understand that some people are accustomed to other people's shadows. And it's because of that, that, 
that ability to de- to de- desensitize ourselves to the core principles of what we used to be, to the core value of what we used to cherish. That people don't see what kind of power we truly have. Power is in the passion that people have. Power is in procreation. But power is also in proliferation. Allowing someone to proliferate a predicament because they are focused purely on wealth. Because they are purely focused on food. Because they are purely focused on shelter. Is selfishness at its core. It is an environmental materialistic gain that allows someone social status that acquires their power and their power tramples on the imagery of what the almighty gave us so long ago. And if you're not a religious person, that's fine. If you don't believe in a superior being, that's fine. But you have to understand that people that don't under that don't believe in superior beings, they believe in the lay of the land and they believe in law and order. Because if they don't, they wouldn't be here. So when you're dealing with people, please understand that you're dealing with people with the insidious nature of man. And I nominate someone out here. I nominate anyone out here to understand exactly what the insidious nature of man is. The insidious nature of man is to steal. It's to lie. It's to cheat. It's to thwart. It's to control. To micromanipulate. To micromanage. But the insidious nature of a woman is completely different. The insidious nature of a woman lets you know that I now am the person that is controlling what will happen in the future. I understand the elemental materials that people need in, in order to secure their statuses socially. I understand why people feel the power that they feel. I understand why they need the foods that they need. But the food for thought that you need is not the food for belly that is your greed. So understand that people have lost their, le- their, their way with their words of wisdom. They have lost their way with the lack of experience that they have within their soul control. And it diminishes the defense mechanisms that we have been trying to use since the very beginning. So no, I don't own anyone. I I procreated to have my children. And I own them. They are my more. They are my memories. They are my objective. They are my retroactive. They are my experience. They are my everything. So since the insidious nature of man is to take, the insidious nature of woman is to give. Remember that when you understand the balancing act of life. Remember that when you understand why, when everything goes into survival mode, when a man is on the ground and he is screaming out of control and life is being beat from his body, that the first person that he screams for is his mother. And with that, you guys, I want to thank you guys so much for listening. And this is Tamara J. Olivero coming to you from the Motherly Blessings Care Legacy Passion Protection Program in the air. I'd like everybody to know before I put this podcast out, okay, that I mean no disrespect. 
that this is purely coming from um, a place of empowerment, a point of impact. I'd like people to understand that the placement of our predicaments, it's totally becumbent upon us to understand the magnetic energy that we give off from being the magnanimous people that we are. The laws of our attraction are different from the laws of a man's attraction or the laws of a perverted mind's attraction. It is how on earth for a woman to forget her worth that has been given to her from birth. No one knows hell on earth more than a woman that has forgotten. It is almost like taking a fresh piece of fruit and letting it wither and become rotten. Hell on earth is something that many people have experienced from many predicaments within their life. And I would like people to understand that when I speak about the insidious nature of man and I speak about the insidious nature of woman, it is not to degrade man or woman in any way, shape or form, but it is for people to understand that as a woman, we often put ourselves out in a, in a position that is either overwhelming on one polar opposite or the other. So either we are too far indifferenced or we are too overly invested. And there doesn't seem to be a happy medium. For men, it seems that there is a plethora of points that you might catch them at. But when it comes to the caliber of the character of man that you are dealing with, it will be incumbent upon you to understand the person that you are truly dealing with and to understand that the laws of attraction when it comes to dealing with the chain reaction of when you're dealing with a man can truly be hell on earth. If you have mixed emotions and you don't seem to have the understanding that a friend with benefits is not the same thing as a relationship. It is a situationship that will cause a state of stagnation within your heart. And will completely thwart any sort of soul control that you can proclaim to have. We cannot give the best of us only to receive the minimal of others. It is the insidious nature within people to not understand the emotions of other people. And I'm not saying that there are bad men out here and great women out here. Because there are bad women out here and there are great men out here as well. But it is for people to understand that a woman is more than what she is as a structure. A woman is a magnetic energy. That from the point of birth, that everything is magnetized towards a woman. Which is why a man is supposed to protect a woman. It is why we are, we are supposed to be... The one that is the nurturer and the nature of us within ourselves is also to protect our young. You can tell a lot by a person by who they have or who they value within the cipher of their community, within the circumference of their own everyday lives. So right now I want you guys to understand something. 
if you are not teaching your children, then you are allowing their, their, their futures to be stolen. If you are not reiterating that emotions are something that are internal versus external and to understand the appropriateness of when to express these emotions, then you are thwarting any ability for that person to stabilize themselves in any environment because their movement is compromised. Their focus is disheveled. This is how injustices, this is how criminality, this is how the criteria is created. So I want everybody to understand that this is not just about um, speaking about how nasty men are or how nasty women are. It's about understanding that it is within our nature to do certain things. And if someone feels like they are a man over a woman or a woman over a man, then it would be within your nature, within the realm of your reality, to understand that you have to modify your behavior. You have to modify your mentality, your train of thought, because it's not compromised, not the movement itself, but the activity, the way that you identify things, the way that you categorize things, the refractions, the kaleidoscope of the community itself is always in an evolutionary stage. We understand the chemical reactions of when we pour oil into a glass or a container and then we pour water into it or vice versa and understanding and looking at it and saying, okay, oil and the water don't mix. They keep separating. Okay. Well, I need you guys to use that mentality of oil and water and to understand that certain people in certain communities will always have the ability to separate. They will float. They will separate. They will become more malleable, so to speak. They kind of float in this interstitial space, so to speak. There's a reason why oil and water doesn't mix. And there's a reason why people don't understand that some people in this life are water and are pure like water. And some people in this life are just oil. You can have them around you. You can lavish yourself with them being in your environment and everything. But ultimately, they're going to clog your style. Oil and water don't mix because the mentalities, the constitution, the constituents, the elemental, down to the elemental, the molecular breakdown, it is impossible for them to mix. And so some people need to understand that when you're speaking to some people that because of their insidious nature of having to give or having to take, because of their obsessions, because of their afflictions, because of what happens with their own soul control, what's going on within them. That you can allow someone like that to get too close to you in your own circumference, in your own cipher, and they can steal your children's future away as opposed to stabilizing it. 
because of the criteria of their criminality, because of the way that they poison the mentality of those that are around them, or they desensitize the emotions of, of degradation or the emotions of, of being, of being disrespected in one's face. When it becomes okay for a child to disrespect an adult in their face, you've already stolen your child's future away. You're not stabilizing it. The focus should not just be on the injustices that are going in in the society. It should not just be on the criminal activity, but it should also be on, on the children's future and understanding that the only way to stabilize it is to identify the factors within it that are allowing them to be who they are going to be the very best versions of themselves that they can be and the only way they can be that way is understanding that some children are like oil and water some children when with other children suffocate the best of them holistically it separates the it, they they suffocate the best of them some people do not understand that because some of our children are followers as opposed to leaders. That that can cause that suicidal ideation because they're always saying, yes, 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 I get it, I get it. And when you say no to them, they feel excluded. They feel the occlusion keeps them out. They feel like they're not worth anything. And a child that has foundational worth does not have to feel like they have to follow someone. They should feel okay to stand on their own. Your sexuality is not going to empower you. Your mentality is what's going to empower you. But children are using their bodies instead of their minds. Because their bodies are developed and their minds are not. And sometimes, in some circumstances, if the parent gets ahead of the child, the child's mind is more developed than their body. And this gives the child the best ability to stabilize themselves in a society that is nothing but oil and water. I'm trying to break things down in the most simplistic zones because I don't want people to have labels on them. I don't want people to think that I'm talking about gay people. I don't want people to think that I'm, I'm homophobic or I'm, or I'm transphobic or I'm, or I'm phobic at all because I don't fear anybody. Only the fear of God himself. The fear of my mama and my daddy of disrespecting perhaps. But no fear other than that. And if a child doesn't understand that the core of respect is what exhibits who they are that the core of respect is what is going to be their expression it's going to be their it's going to be how they hold on to things it's going to be how they embrace everything i respect this so i hold on to this i'm going to take care of my room because i respect where i sleep at I'm going to take care of my, my, my significant other because I respect that person. Respect is something that people assume other people have in certain places that you really are going to steal away the elemental or the essence of someone by just merely projecting the deficiency of your own ideology. 
Injustices happen every day because people don't understand that they have compromised respect. That their objective has been compromised because the focus has been on one movement as opposed to understanding that all of these movements are synergistic, that everything works together. And it works together just like air, just like the water. It works together just like you and I, like breath itself. There are some things in life that are involuntary. Breathing. I cannot stop. I can't tell myself to stop breathing. I'm going to involuntarily do it while I'm sleeping. So when I say something that is involuntary, I'm going to tell you it's while you're sleeping, okay? So while you're sleeping in life, there are going to be some things that are going to happen that are involuntary. People are going to get hurt. People are going to die. There are going to be vast injustices. There's going to be activity of crimes. There are going to be people whose integrity will be compromised. These are things that happen when people are sleeping. But while you are awoke, while you are awake, people are minding their P's and Q's. People are giving people respect. People understand that they have to take care of the, the land. They understand that they have to take care of the water. They understand that the oxygen matters. They understand that people are living in, in some of the darkest days that they've ever lived in. And that sometimes that darkness never leaves their side. They feel like they're living underneath the darkest shadow that they've ever been in. And some people are afraid of their own shadow. They're afraid to be comfortable in their own skin. And that, my friend is no life to live. To live with the fragments of a mind, of a beautiful mind. And for people to think that they are remnants of the reality or the realm of reality that you once held. The polar opposites of the way that people think, the way that people breathe, the way that people acknowledge I'm focused on the compromised movements that people have within society. I'm focused on the criteria of criminality. I'm focused on the injustices and how we allow people to steal the essence of our children's futures away by not understanding that all we have to do is stabilize these things and not allow them the opportunity to ever touch our children's core. Because the value of our children means so much that they're not supposed to be a part of certain things. Children are meant to be in a child's place. I had such a great childhood because I wasn't talking about politics. I was playing hopscotch, doing jumping jacks, hide and seek. Red Rover, Red Rover, please come over. patty cake shoots and ladders we did all sorts of stuff when we were kid and these children don't have what we have and maybe just maybe if you guys tried to bring back a sense of tradition and I'm not talking about the games I'm not talking about the ideology I'm talking about if you just tried to bring back a sense of tradition where people understood what it meant in order to stabilize ourselves in our society if we understood what it meant that you can stop a criminal long before they become a criminal, 
that you can stop an injustice long before it becomes an injustice, that you can stop a movement from being compromised long before it becomes compromised, just by focusing on some of the most simple things in life, by focusing on what lightens someone's day, what fire, what passion pushes you, what do you see within this earth? What do you see within you? What do you speak? And is what you speak true? And do you understand the purity of what you have been given? And are you willing to become the dissolution to a solution that you have always been a part of? Your words matter. You are the refraction. You are the fraction. You are the totality. So if you don't understand exactly what you mean in this world, you are todo el mundo. You are the earth, the wind, the fire, the water. You are everything. And in some sense, in totality, you are nothing at all. Together we rise, but divided we will fall. So before you allow anyone in this, uh, in this world to steal your children's future away, I'm going to ask you guys to look at things through a different lens. I'm going to ask you guys to take the kaleidoscope of the community. I'm going to ask you guys to start to see that the impurities of our water needs to be dealt with, that the impurities within the air needs to be dealt with, that the impurities on the earth needs to be dealt with, and that the only way to deal with this is through light. It's through the transparency of understanding our thoughts, of understanding our demeanor, of understanding how disrespectful we have been to others and how our disrespectful demeanor to others has been projected onto the others and how their disrespectful demeanor towards us is what we live with in our everyday community. Every time somebody throws something down on the ground, they disrespect Mother Nature, but they don't just disrespect Mother Nature. They desecrate on the dead because every inch of this earth is a tomb. There have been so many legacies before us that every inch that we live on should be cherished as though somebody is underneath our feet. And although that might say morbid, it might sound morbid, it in fact in totality is just a fact. Every sea that you fly over, it is someone's final resting place. Every ground that you walk on, it is someone's final resting place, whether you know it or not. That is why the, magnet the magnetic energy that we have wherever we go, it changes. That's why you get in certain places and the hair stands up on the back of your neck. And that's why some people can go into a cemetery and not feel nothing because nobody's there. Honestly, true story. So anyway, to make a long story short, I'm just going to get off of this. And thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Legacy Passion Projection Program, and I'm out.